0: Welcome to GovIT, a monthly podcast series from TD Synnex Public Sector, where we discuss the next generation of public sector IT solutions with the technology innovators driving the change. I'm your host, Tom Temin. Each month, we explore a different technology, what it is, and how it can help public sector organizations achieve their modernization goals and accomplish their missions. In this episode, we sit down with Ryan Zupancic, industry lead of defense, intelligence, and aerospace at Appian to discuss how AI-powered low-code platforms help accelerate the development of mission-critical systems. Everybody's talking about artificial intelligence these days. From your point of view, how do you think AI is in reality going to change the government landscape? And are agencies prepared for what those changes might be?
1: Yeah, everybody is talking about AI right now. I I've, I've been at conferences over the last couple of weeks. It seems like every conversation I'm in, every every keynote, every panel, doesn't matter what anything is titled, it seems like that's where the conversation ends up going. And so, you know, it it is basically what is at the at the heart of most of the conversations right now. And are government organizations prepared for it? I think yes, and 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 I say that because AI honestly isn't anything new. It's just what people are talking about now. The introduction of ChatGPT and GPT-4 kind of took the the consumer by storm because now AI is accessible to everybody and especially now that we have generative AI, which is which is kind of a new new concept. But AI has been used in many missions, you know, across like I said I'm the industry lead for defense. I've been in the aerospace industry now for for about 20 years and lots of defense customers have been studying AI and and its applications across, across their missions for, for decades. And it has been used to great success. I guess what you're asking is, is government ready for it? Yes. It, It has been ready for it. And it's been using it for a really long time. AI is a, it's an evolving thing like most, most other technologies. And where we go with this new form of AI, the generative AI, I think is that's to be determined. I am interested to see how that that landscape shakes out in the government and how we do put that to use. I will say, though, I don't think it's going to go away. It, it will have application. It is also one of those things where it's a novel and new thing that's available. And so it seems to be that there are many people looking for all the applications that I can satisfy. Sure. And, and we really need to get to the point where we we find the right problems to go solve with these
0: technologies. All right. And just getting down to more practical matters, of course, Appian is a low-code platform for modernizing legacy applications, extending their life, and so forth. Is there a connection? Can AI-powered low-code, is that a thing? And can that kind of rev up this idea of modernization and getting more out of what you have as legacy code?
1: So, yes, it is a thing. Our Appian world, a few months ago, our big Conference in San Diego, we we did announce that that we have AI available in in our platform in the Appian platform. It'll be coming out in the next next release in the fourth quarter. Was announced during our meeting. We're taking a, a different approach to it, where we're we're using AI as a, as a way to be a tool inside our platform to to accomplish more and to to be able to develop faster. And then also we have a module called Process HQ where where you can take a new module and 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 take the, the workflow coming out of an application and and analyze it with AI trained tools and be able to to educate you on on inefficiencies or, or better ways to to build your workflow and, and establish your, your IT infrastructure. So yes, there's a long way of saying there are ways to extend existing applications with with AI tools in a low code platform.
0: What about the risks that agencies should know about this type of application?
1: So there are a lot of risks. In my view, these are open source tools largely. For the most part, what the public is using is, is a publicly available AI tool that has been trained on public information. And as we all know, not everything on the on the internet is, is actually true. So these tools are trained on things that aren't fact. And so there is risk. The AI will give you a, a very confident answer that is not based in fact. And even when you ask it a question about the answer and where it got those questions or where it, where it found the, the information, it responds very factually, very confidently, incorrect again. It doubles down oftentimes. So what Appian has done, and, and I think what a lot of government is looking for, I've seen other industry players taking a, a similar approach is is training the same technology, the same AI model on private information. So so you train it on your industry data, on your corporate data and you don't expose that to the, to the open internet. And so that way you you know that you're feeding it and you're training it in a way that that it's going to produce results that are are known and more predictable and you also don't have your data going outside your own walls. You don't have the risk of intellectual property leakage and and things going out to to competitors.
0: Sounds like you should retain your training data and maybe retrain the algorithms from time to time just to make sure that they snap back to what it is you trained them to do initially.
1: Absolutely. If you need to reset, that is a, a nice thing about this technology is you can you can go back to to your base. You, you don't have to let it continue to evolve or if it starts to evolve in a way that, that is not the direction that you intended, you can come back to the original baseline.
0: What are people not saying about artificial intelligence these days that needs to be said? What are some of the other greater risks that you see with AI coming into federal processes and beyond?
1: I don't know what isn't being said about AI right now, because like I said in the beginning, this is this is the base of so many conversations right now. I'm not sure that I can tell you what isn't being said. I will say, though, that there is a lot of fear of the technology. I think we need to kind of dispel some of that fear. So there there are so many problems that we're trying to tackle with AI, and I'm not sure all these problems are are solutions for AI. So eventually, we're going to get to to a point where we understand the technology well enough to know where it fits. We can also dispel the fact that AI is coming for everyone's jobs. There are jobs that, that AI can make much easier. In the defense world, we we have this concept where you have drones and you have pilots and you have multiple platforms and and it's called MUM-T, so man unmanned teaming. That is really, I think, where AI is going to go. I heard a talk yesterday where a futurist made a statement that that really resonated with me. And he said something to the effect of AI is not coming for your jobs. AI is going to replace the people who aren't willing to use AI. So really, this is an enabling technology that I think should be embraced, but we have to do it in a known way. We have to train it in the right way so that it's giving us predictable answers, and we know those answers are going to be factual.
0: And just a final question, you touched on this briefly earlier, but what about the privacy and security concerns people need to have when thinking about and making decisions on AI projects?
1: It's one of those things where if you're using something on, on the open internet, you can expect that that your information is, is going out there and that that is no longer your own intellectual property. So as a company, as an organization, as a government organization, those privacy concerns are real. The concept of private AI really needs to be embraced. Keeping the intellectual property, the mission capabilities that you're building for yourselves, whether it be a a warfighter mission or an IT mission, those things need to be in your own walls and making sure that you're deploying technologies in a way that you can control them and be compliant with your own security department, with your risk department, and, and with any compliance programs that you're, you have to be adherent to. Those are really important factors to look at before you start to even go down the road of, of deploying a new technology.
0: But there is hope. It can work for agencies. It can work in modernization. They just have to do it in the right way. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Like I said, this technology has been in use by pockets of the Defense Department for a really long time. The Defense Industrial Base has been researching AI for decades. This has been something that has been used in DoD missions and and in IT shops around the world for many years.
0: Ryan Zupancic is the Industry Lead for Defense Intelligence and Aerospace at Appian. Thanks so much for being with us.
1: Thank you. It was great to be here.
0: For more information on how your agency can benefit from the Appian AI Process Platform, visit appian.com. That's A-P-P-I-A-N. You've been listening to GovIT from TD Synnex Public Sector. We'll be back soon with more public sector IT content. I'm Tom Temin.